This is Alyssa. And I'm Mel. And this is the Arcane Games Podcast. The trauma-informed, liberation-oriented tarot podcast. Let's dive in. Hi, guys. Hi, guys. Welcome back to the podcast. How's everyone doing today? Everyone take a moment to answer thumbs up, thumbs in the middle, or thumbs down. If you're driving, don't give me any thumbs. Please, two hands on the wheel. (laughs) You're no fun. (laughs) Today we are going to be talking about the Knight of Cups. Which I am so honestly excited about. Me too. Sometimes, and we've said it before, the tarot's court cards can get a little lost in translation. They can feel a little boring. This one to me... Mm-mm. Like Queen of Wands and Knight of Cups would definitely be my two favorite court cards. Ooh, yeah. that's fun. Yeah. I do really like the Knight of Cups. I don't know if I would call him my favorite, but I do think it's a really fun one to read. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. Like, right, like Queen of Wands. My motivation in saying I like that card is when I pull it for myself. But yeah. part of the reason I like the Knight of Cups so much is for like when it comes up in client sessions. Because it's so juicy. Yeah, it's, it's so... like it's time for like slumber party spill the tea session when this card comes up mm-hmm. for a client. <laughs> yeah. So let's dive right in. What do you mean by that? What does this card mean for you? You're giving me a reading and the Knight of Cups comes out. What the hell are you saying? So like nine times out of ten I see this card as a romantic suitor. Same. So probably more often it's representing somebody in the queerance life or like the person who I'm reading for their life mm-hmm. um who is interested in them. Yep. It could also represent the person that I'm reading for as being interested in pursuing somebody else. Mm-hmm. But oftentimes it's like, okay, there's somebody in your life, you're either you either just started dating or they're really interested in you. They're gonna ask you out. Yeah. Like And that's why it's so exciting. That's why it's like giggle, giggle, girlhood squeals. It is. (laughs) And for me, it's been the point in a reading before where there's that aha moment and the person I'm reading is like, yes, you're right. Like, it's that moment where they realize, like, it's That the person's into them? Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Like, they'll be like, wait a minute. Like, I wasn't just building it up in my head. And it's so nice to see. That is so fun. Yeah. Aww. Yeah. I also like how um, the court cards, when they do represent other people so clearly, which this one for me very much, like, does, Mm -hmm. it can show a client that, like, I don't know how to put into words what I'm trying to say. Once you start interpreting the person in their life that, you're taught the reading is talking about they get really excited because it becomes like real to them like you can tell them a bunch of things about 
inner work and if they're not ready to hear it or if they're not in touch with that part of themselves they'll pass it off but if you start talking about their new boyfriend they're going to be like well he's real so that's undeniable that is do you get what i'm saying so true and i've never like yeah been able to i feel like articulate or like clearly like but but no that's 100 percent true people when you're when you start talking about something external people are like oh this is real right like same thing like if you pull the empress and you're like so how's your mommy issues and then they just start bawling (laughs) (laughs) you're like nailed it um yeah or i i experienced that a lot too with when i pull very specific work messages yeah and i start telling someone like oh there's this conflict at work that i can see oh my god people are like oh i believe in this 100 percent now right right. um i actually read one time for my uncle (laughs) it was great it was great um he like came into where i was reading like it wasn't even that's so cute he came in on his lunch break and got a reading from me that's so cute um it was really fun but yeah, the, it was a very heavy work reading, and he was like, at the end, he was just like, I literally texted my coworker on the way here, like, I wonder if she's going to talk about what's going on at work. <laughs> and she did. And she did. <laughs> Dude, that's awesome. Those I, are so fun. I love those moments, and honestly, like, those are some of my best moments as a tarot reader. It's yeah. just so exciting. Even if I don't, I don't necessarily feel like I need the validation, but it's just because you don't need it doesn't mean it's not nice to hear it. It's very grounding. It's very much like a moment of connection. Right. Where everything just feels right. Yep. Like, there are a lot of moments doing this work where there's like tension or conflict because the messages that you're pulling through even if they're accurate, are, like, difficult for people to hear or whatever. Of course. So when you have those moments where somebody just looks at you and is like, holy shit, yes, like, it's just a really nice, peaceful, like, ah, kind of feeling. Totally. Totally agree. (laughs) Cool. So, so yeah, what else? I mean, is there anything else that comes up for you right away when you're seeing the Knight of Cups? I have so much and I don't it relates to like other segments that we do but I'll just go for it and then I guess we'll see what the conversation turns into absolutely so the first thing I want to say is nights for me explain a lot through the horse they're on And that's one of the perks for me for reading with Rider Waite iterations because I really value that imagery. I really value that horse. I value that horse. I know. And? (laughs) (laughs) Like, what's wrong with us? Like, (laughs) okay. (laughs) So the horse is in an eerily similar position to that of the horse on the death card. Mm-hmm. And if you've read your 78 degrees in preparation for this episode, that's mentioned and they're pictured side by side, which is cool. And you really see how like it's the same exact stance. The only difference is that the Knight of Cups horse has his head bowed. 
In my opinion, that represents like a little bit of like, I don't want to say shame, but there's like, maybe it is shame. Maybe it is hesitancy. Bashful. Yeah. Yeah. Which is a much more charming way to say that. Right. Well, it's it's (laughs) shame, but not in like a deep, dark sense in a very like sweet kind of way right like it's giving embarrassed to flirt with somebody Mm -hmm. nervous to ask them out you have the these good giddy feelings to provide but you're you're nervous about doing it and that's also why the horse is at this like standstill i mean he's got one foot up to like take a step but he's not charging ahead he's not it almost more feels like bowing bowing yeah yeah Yeah. in like reverence yeah Versus, like, the death card is one of a lot of, like, valor and strength, right? Because mm-hmm. you're going through a transformation. This is not transformative. It's more getting to where you need to be. It's falling into alignment more than it is changing anything. You're mm. trying to flesh out your little romantic journey. Yeah, you're not trying to change the person that you're attracted to or start over fresh. You are, like, already in this, and yeah. you're just trying to figure out how to make it successful. Like, Yeah, and trying to, like, I guess, like, enter into the transformation that's inherent in a relationship. Like, you're, it's like, instead of, yeah. you know, death is, like, charging full force ahead like there is this huge transformation that's gonna happen but the knight of cups is like do you do you wanna right do you wanna do this with me right (laughs) no totally i love 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 that but spoiler for later in the episode look at the knight of cups from the deck i learned on Ooh, the horse is literally like He's coming on strong. He's about to throw the knight off his back. Yeah. Like, what's that called? It it looks like the horse got spooked. He's, like, screaming, and both his feet are so high up in the air. And actually, there's a little, like, possum in the grass underneath him. So maybe... This is the gilded tarot, by the way. I didn't say that. (laughs) So maybe he did get spooked by the little animal, like, in in the weeds. But we'll get to this later. We'll get to this later. So that is a big piece for me is kind of like it will vary that aspect of the knight of cups will vary depending on the deck i'm reading it's always going to be a someone courting you yeah or you courting someone but i think the vibe and the and the adjectives attached to that experience differ based on the deck's personality 100 percent agree i think that that's like one of the things that's most fun about this card yeah is that from the depiction you can kind of get a clear vibe of of how that's going down and what the energy is Mm -hmm. something in the imagery that's always really important to me is that he's holding that cup that he has he's always kind of like holding it out yeah offering yeah exactly it feels like an offering and it's like like here is my heart here is my love and emotions like i'm offering this to you will you take it um and kind of depending on the depiction and how they're holding the cup and what exactly they're doing with it i feel like i get a lot of information about how they might be 
approaching you yep or like handing you their heart mm. which is very fun as well like is it very direct is it more like, reserved. reserved yeah mm. um super fun mm-hmm. let's read the rider weight guidebook wonderful idea knight of cups graceful not warlike riding quietly wearing a winged helmet referring to the higher graces of the imagination which sometimes characterize this card divinatory meanings arrival approach sometimes that of a messenger advances proposition demeanor invitation incitement so i do agree with all of that i just would put it in there that like it does feel inherently romantic romantic yeah reversed which i do agree with this as well especially when it's like a romantic partner trickery artifice subtlety swindling duplicity fraud Mm. because if you're emotionally intelligent enough to be the knight of cups you're emotionally intelligent enough to do the manipulation required to be the knight of cups in reverse right like (laughs) using your charms for evil yeah because i do think that the knight of cups is a very charming archetype and you do feel very charmed when you know the other knights Knights for me can always represent somebody who's interested in you romantically. Yep. The Knight of Cups pretty much always does, but the other knights often do as well. Yep. And they can have like their own things going on, but the Knight of Cups in particular, he's sweet. He's charming. You're like, oh my gosh. In a world of boys, he's a gentleman. God loves drug went straight to my head. God loves sick all over my bed. Truly. This is actually my audition to be a Taylor Swift background singer. Ooh, or like an impersonator. <laughs> no, I think that would I'm be- five feet tall! Midget Taylor Swift, hire her for your birthday party! I would hire her. Maybe if Britt and I stood on each other's shoulders in a trench coat, we could. That's not Taylor Swift. That's two lesbians in a trench coat. Spot the difference. (laughs) Stop. Oh, my God. Okay. Yes. So you're very charmed by this person. And I like what uh, the Rider Waite definition said about the imagination piece the like dreamy piece that's incorporated into this card because that is a huge piece of it as well Mm -hmm. (laughs) like he's perhaps a bit unrealistic with his views of you his views of the relationship you know he's definitely somebody who might have you on a bit of a pedestal that might be something that you're gonna have to work through the idea you had of me who was she a never needy ever lovely jewel we need to make more tiktoks comparing taylor swift lyrics to the tarot i think that that would be i think that that would be helpful for people to learn Anyway, um, follow us on TikTok, Arcane Dames. We hit 10K this morning. Thank you guys. Oh my God. We're so excited about that. It's so funny. You're like, follow us on TikTok. They found us on TikTok. Why do you honestly, honestly, (laughs) honestly? Um, Yeah, we love you all so much. Thanks for for being here. (laughs) But 
Yes, all of that, all of that charm, all of that dreaminess can be used for evil. And so for my personal reverse definition, I have in it for the wrong reasons, manipulative. Exactly. So 100% agree with that, like, weight definition. Yeah. Um, So what I think is interesting here is how imagination is such a big part of this card when honestly, like... Maybe you disagree. I don't know. I would normally associate imaginative, like, daydreamy stuff. I do see that present in the swords a lot. So I think think that there's a similarity there between cups and swords, but there's a clear distinction for me. With cups, it is dreamy and with swords it is idealistic Mm, i see that's a new that's like a nuanced difference but it's a world of difference i I think it's really important and that's how i see the difference between like you know to to bring for the astrology girlies who like think in these terms that's how i see the difference between aquarius and pisces because i think that they're very 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 similar signs very progressive very forward thinking but pisces has this emotional piece where it's like very dreamy, very like enjoying how it feels to think about the future in a better world. And with Aquarius, it's much more cut and dry. This is how things should be. This is the right answer. Like you get tripped up on log- logistics, right? It's 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 very idealistic and like. That's also because Aquarius is fixed and Pisces isn't. So there's that difference there as mm-hmm. well. But I think that the the air versus water, they're both very detached from reality. Mm-hmm. Neither of them are particularly grounded. Mm-hmm. Water is emotional and air is about, like, thoughts and ideas. Yeah. So it's that, it's that, like... I don't know. I feel like I just pictured like that cartoon with like heart eyes who's like walking around and is like, mm. oh, my gosh, he loves me. Like mm. you're not being practical, but it's in a very emotional way versus with air. It's like it's about the idea. That is true. Like I love how you put it into words, but that is the vibe of like the swords can have this imaginative dream but it's more like they immediately maybe they immediately shut it down maybe they get really stuck on trying to figure out how to make it happen well and it's it's not to me it's not an emotional dream i think is right. the difference it's not like this is what would feel good it's like ideologically and idealistically this is how it should be yeah Right. It's figuring it out. Yeah. And solving the problem, quote yeah. unquote. Mm-hmm. It's like, but with cups, it's like. It's not just a means to an end. It, with cups, it's just like, oh my gosh, this feels so good. Yeah. <laughs> I just think that the dreamy part of the cups is often overlooked because it's not necessarily like, we always say love and emotion, love and emotion. Yeah. Not like dreaminess, but it's so there. And like, my head just keeps pinging seven of cups yeah related to knight of cups like wondering and almost Mm -hmm. like like not that the energy of the knight of cups is too scattered it's it is focused but i think there's an element there of like discovery and like exploration too 
trying yeah. to get through to the person you're courting mm-hmm. requires trying different things and you know figuring out their love language if it's different than yours then you have to adjust and da 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 yeah so that reminds me a little bit of the seven of cups dreaminess yeah if that makes sense i like that and then the huge thing i wanted to say about the imagination portion so I wasn't even going to whip out 78 degrees for this episode. I was like reading Tarot for Change, like reading my other books, whatever. But then I was listening to, have you ever heard of the podcast, My Tiny Tarot Practice? No. Guys, it's awesome. Oh, that's so fun. The episodes are all under 10 minutes. Oh, cool. Yep. So if you're genuinely like, needing a refresher trying Mm. to brush up on your like dictionary definition of the cards yeah you're like i don't have time for melanolism (laughs) 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 hour and a half episode right now that's messed up (laughs) it's the truth (laughs) um also this creator goes in order (laughs) Mm. well not not really it's more like um in sections like one season is pentacles another season is wands you feel me yeah so it's it there is an order to it yeah yeah so you guys check that out i listen to it on spotify i'm not sure where else it's streaming but um my tiny tarot practice so i was listening to their knight of cups and they said rachel pollock like has an amazing view on the imagination behind this card so i was like fuck i have to dig out the book look at my shelf over there like knock things over (laughs) so this is what it is as a less developed figure than the queen or king he has not learned to direct his imagination into the world and again that's like the difference between swords and cups too therefore dreams dominate this card which I think is interesting to think, like, dominate. But then she goes on to say, with its images of a slow horse and a knight lost in the enticements of his cup, which is what Alyssa was saying, and then the cup symbolizes imagination, Rachel Pollock says. At the same time, the creative force is less powerful here than in any of the other cup's court cards. The knight has not learned that the true imagination feeds on action rather than fantasy. By this I mean that if we do nothing with our dreams, they remain vague and unrelated to the rest of our lives. See, that is really interesting to me because as a knight, this card is inherently about action. Right. Right. You know, all of the knights are associated with the element of fire, as you may remember from some of our previous knight episodes. And so even though it's the Knight of Cups and it's the element of water, it's water combined with fire. It's emotions combined with action. So I think it's really interesting that she sees the Knight as not being willing to take action when I would be more apt to describe this card as a very emotional person taking actions before thinking about Mm -hmm. the consequences of them. Mm -hmm. What my take is is that what you just said i agree with fully if it's like a new person a new partner a new potential love interest courting you Mm. i think rachel pollock's description makes a lot of sense when this card comes up for someone in a long-term relationship 
like getting stuck in wanting that honeymoon phase and not being able to move past it into the more mature emotional connection that it needs to grow into. Right. Love that. Mm-hmm. Love that. Mm-hmm. Fully agree with that. Or like it could it could also be like you have moved into the mature stable connection but you're like trying to make it interesting again. Like you mm-hmm. can, like bringing back the puppy love, bringing back the spark. Yeah. And um I have a client that I read this week and it was the first time I read her after Thanksgiving and um, this card came up and she's been having a hard time with her husband and this card came up and it basically ended up being about how like he put his shit aside he like went to therapy owned up to shit gave her a real apology and then like came home and had Thanksgiving with her And we related it to the Knight of Cups because it was, like, reinvigorating. And also, like, the thing is, a deep connection doesn't have to be approached as deep all the time. You can know that that's under the surface, but still, like, flirt with each other. Have Mm -hmm. fun with each other. Pretend that you're teenagers and you just met again. So, like, yeah, that's my most fun way of interpreting this card and that's what gets me excited about it i'm a relationship girly i think most libras are i've basically never been single i function well in like relationships and actually so guys don't make fun of me if i'm like saying this the wrong way hopefully Alyssa will tell me i'm a newbie to like astrology but is it right to say my like my libra son is in the sixth house yeah okay which means it's focused around relationships Mm. combined with the fact that you also have a libra venus like libra venus is crazy you had no (laughs) you had no chance i had no chance i was born a wifey like you know like absolutely i just yeah so so obviously when i'm pulling knight of cups for myself it doesn't usually mean a new romantic suitor. Yeah. It, it's alluding to something in my long-term relationship getting reinvigorated. And, like, I feel like the Knight of Cups is kind of just, like, a, a Mel energy. Thank like, you. You know, you are. Mel of Cups, coming soon. <laughs> <laughs> Truly, like, you are this little, like romantic dreamy like how can we take this situation and make it about love like it's just who i am yeah literally (laughs) it's just who i am i love that yeah totally so that's (laughs) that's my little spiel that's amazing Mm. so in the holistic tarot benabel when has a particularly interesting interpretation of the card in reverse Mm. Because, you know, we talked about it being potentially manipulative or, like, abusing the the charm that comes with the Knight of Cups. But when talks about, kind of with regard to this action piece, that in reverse, the Knight of Cups is withholding from taking necessary action in a relationship and relates it to, like, not fully expressing how you feel, which makes a lot of mm. sense to me because the Knight of Cups upright is so forthcoming with their feelings. Mm-hmm. It's like, 
I feel like it's like when Alf walks into his dad's office and is like, I'm in love, I'm in love, and I don't care who knows it. It's like the Knight of Cups upright. Tis the season. Buddy the Elf. Yeah. Fuck, that's a good movie. It really is. I know. And then in reverse, it's, you know, this feeling all of that. But not wanting to say it, not being able to express it or share it. Mm. Um, that makes so yeah. much sense. I like that. A lot. As yeah. Well. Cool. Honestly, I said this in Queen of Swords, I think. Yeah. I said this in the Queen of Swords episode. Anna taught me that she can, like, or you, anyone, like, I. this had never occurred to me before she said this, truly. Like she just reads reversals for like certain cards in the deck. Yeah. And I feel like something I see, I see myself reading reversals for like knights and major arcana or not knights, court cards. (laughs) Just knights knights is so funny. Court cards and major arcana because those to me are people archetypes more than they are events or vibes or feelings right so like i think it's a significant it's a more significant difference to me versus like three of swords heartbreak card is it upright or reversed it's still heartbreak you know still hurts hurts. (laughs) so um i don't know that i i could i love that reverse definition so i'm inspired yeah i i do (laughs) You know, even, I don't know if I've said this before or not, but I appreciate allowing a card to come out in reverse, even if I'm not necessarily going to make the reversal a central part of my interpretation. True. I think that, you know, I can mainly focus on the Knight of Cups archetype and maybe just take into account in a minor way it is in reverse, so that could imply that there is some kind of block, some kind of delay, some kind of whatever. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's enough, and I think that that's plenty. And that is kind of how I practice, is that, like, you know, cards will come out in reverse, and and sometimes that's a central part of the interpretation, and sometimes it's not. And sometimes clients will be like, but what does it mean that that one's upside down? And I'm like, this just means that it came out upside down. Well, that, that was going to be my question, is how do you... Uh, communicate that because I I choke a little bit and I don't know what to say I feel like I usually kind of just succinctly explain to them my like philosophy on reversals and I'll just be like you know cards can come out in reverse for a lot of reasons sometimes it changes the meaning sometimes it just means that the energy stuck a little bit Mm. I would say right now that it feels like the energy is just a little bit stuck or whatever. Like that makes me want to read them again, knowing I can do it in that way because I, I I put it on myself that I need to have. I almost am scared like if the client, because some people are so inquisitive about it, especially mm-hmm. if they've had experience with tarot and I'm reading like a deck they've never seen before or whatever. They're like, what does this one card and this one image specifically mean? Yeah. I want to be equipped with an answer. Yeah. So I'm scared to just 
not, but then I'm taking away from, like, the intuitive flow. Right. By focusing too much on, like, definitions. Oh, for sure. So that's been a struggle for me. And I do think it's hard. I do think, I, I totally know what you mean. I've had, and some clients are inquisitive and some clients are like a little intense and you can yes. you can feel that pressure mm-hmm. to really that they really want you to have an answer for everything and i think for me like i just think that that intensity is coming from a place of like fear with them of being be. like what it like what is she gonna say like what is what does it all mean i need to know i need to know i need to know and i feel like to me my response is always like no you don't you just need to be here mm-hmm. and take a deep breath mm-hmm. like i'm doing my thing we're working through this together it'll sink in for you later yeah, like if somebody has you know a question about a specific part of the imagery that didn't really resonate with me I would just turn the card around and be like, what does it mean to you? Mm. You know? Mm. Like. I have done that before, too. Yeah. Like, Like, it's not standing out to me, but it's standing out to you. What does that say? Yeah. What does it symbolize? Yeah. Like, that's. And that's why, like, not that there's good and bad clients. There's, (laughs) There's not. But a client who is, you know what? It's it's interactive. Yeah. A client who is interact interactive in a like calm, inquisitive way versus yeah. like a scared, inquisitive way. Right. It's not bad to be scared. Yeah. It's part of our job to calm you down. Absolutely. But for the ones that are like calm, inquisitive, it's really fun to be able to be like, okay, like what. I don't know, like, what does the river in the background, like, why did that catch your eye? Are you thinking about travel? Are you living near a lake? Right, like, (laughs) oh, I just spit a little bit, I'm sorry. (laughs) Like, do you need to, like, reconnect with the element of water? Is your romantic suitor a water sign? Like, just, like, you know, like, Mm -hmm. I'll start kind of questioning them, and then something will click, and it's cool. Absolutely. I'll tell a story real quick. I read at a wedding last month. Oh, shit. Today's December. Two months ago. (laughs) I read at a wedding in October. It was a Halloween wedding. I was so thrilled to be there. It was awesome. And one of the first people that came up to my table to get a reading was, like, engaged on everything. Like, inquisitive, excited, not, like, scared. And I've been told that sometimes my face, facial expressions can be read like a book, so I must have made a certain face. And he said, oh, I used to be a tarot reader. And I was like, you buried the lead. You should have told this is awesome. Like, I want to know. Like, tell me more. He hadn't read professionally since the 1970s. Is that crazy or what? Wow. He was a retired professional tarot reader and he was just going in with me. He got his little drink from the open bar. He came over in his little suit and we were fucking hanging out. I'm like, I love this, but the couple only hired me for cocktail hour, so I got to see someone else. That is so funny. But like, I low key wish I would see him again. Like, that's my friend. That's so fun and interesting. I've never experienced I that do before. I think it's really interesting when, like, 
I don't know. I just, for some reason in my head, tarot is such like a niche thing. Like I never expect, but so often people are like, oh yeah, like I read, I've read, I have a deck. Like, I'm like, yeah. Yeah. I get really excited. It's cool. Same thing for me. And he was just, obviously he was so much older than me Mm -hmm. and he was just making all these like observations that you and I would never make. Like, like he was like, like, I brought halloween decks because that was the wedding theme. Mm-hmm. And um, he was like, oh, they didn't make all these different versions back in my day. and she, or, Which they did. They just weren't readily available. Right. Like, he was like, oh, I've, ne- I've never seen somebody. Re-. And then I had two different ones. So he was like, why are you reading with two decks? And, like, like things that are so normal to us That's were so not funny. normal to him. That's so funny. And, like... I don't know, like, I wasn't doing a Celtic cross because I didn't have enough time. Like, I had one hour to read as many people as I could. Mm -hmm. So I was just kind of reading, like, I wasn't using a spread, like, sequentially. Yeah. And uh, he was like, no Celtic cross. And I was like, I do like a Celtic cross, but not today. And he was like, whoa. Like, it was like blowing his mind that I could do a reading that didn't require, like, all those cards in that like layout that's so fun and just like interesting i do love getting readings from older practitioners love it i think that yeah they learned in such a different environment than how we learned like i mean i learned on the fucking internet like so much of and, and not even like the content yes the content can be different, but the socialization around it has right. been so different just because of the internet. And and so I, I love when I used to work at a metaphysical shop and read there, there were a few readers who had read there for a very long time and they were all a bit older than me. And just, just so interesting, such interesting like stories and experiences reading tarot cards in completely different climates than like the one that I was yeah coming up in and like yeah one time i had the opportunity to read with one of those readers as well um we were like doing an event together and we were reading separately but the manager at the place that we were reading guys i have this squirrel Alyssa and i are looking out the window this squirrel in my yard keeps fucking with a spell that i put out there it's an apple spell and he keeps like moving it every day he's really cute though he's so cute and fluffy oh my god he's looking for it because that's where it last was and i picked it up and put it back in its spot i swear okay sorry (laughs) (laughs) so yeah we, we were at an event and we were reading separately but the manager of the event was like before everything gets going i would really love to get a reading oh i think you've told me this before so yeah and so we were just like okay and i was you know i was kind of like not sure how to proceed like whatever and christy was like well just do your thing and like i'll you know jump in and we can like do it together Mm -hmm. and so i just pulled how i like to pull and i gave my little interpretation the the reader i got to read with was like yeah, I I agree with all of that. That was a really nice interpretation. Just a few things to add. And she like went back through all the cards and like added her own details. And one of the things that she's 
very, very, very skilled in is timing. Yeah. And so she laid out some timing based on the cards as well. And she was like, I really think something's going to be happening in February. And the woman was like, yeah, like something very big is happening in February, actually. And it was so it was just it was so cool. It was such a cool experience. Like, Mm. again, a very validating experience for me as a reader to have somebody who's such a skilled and experienced reader read with me and say, like, yes, I agree with your interpretations. Yes, I see see the same thing that you saw. And let me build on it. Like, just such a cool opportunity. Such a cool opportunity. Like, I really enjoy that. I loved it. I loved it. It's funny how you kind of mentioned the client in that moment being like, oh, yeah, this is happening in February. Because sometimes, okay, most of the time, the reaction when when you read in the cards something that, the person already knows to be true most of the times they're excited and they're like oh my god how'd you know that Mm -hmm. and that's how i am when i'm the client going to a reader i think that's really cool it's it's the exciting part it makes things connect you realize things that you wouldn't have realized before it helps the situation you already know about move forward it gives it details it gives it outside perspective right Mm -hmm. some clients that i've read literally just look at me and go i already knew that i just paid for something i already knew and i I, it's like how do you respond to that people really multiple times said that to you probably two or three times yes like literally silent the whole reading stood up from the table and said i just paid for something i already knew and walked out of the room it's only happened in person it's only happened when i was reading at metaphysical shops it has never happened with an online client i just think that that's rude and i think that at that point you don't owe that person anything like i would just be like okay bye like you i don't know what you expected to get out of right. a reading. I don't know what you thought this was going to be. Like, I think that if you had a specific question that you Say were hoping that. to have answered, you need to have asked that question. And people don't realize that. Like, when I start a reading, you've seen me do it. I say, do you have a specific question today or are Always. we doing general? Always. And sometimes people will say, yeah, I have a question. And they just don't tell me the question. And I'm like, no, like, I asked that because, like, I'm not asking you to hold it in your mind and keep it a secret. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm asking you to, like, tell me so I can focus on the energy. Yeah. And I think that people think that's, like, cheating or, like, makes you a fraud because their idea of what magic is is something like, that only exists in movies. I don't know. Then go to a psychic. That's not what I am. Yeah, right. I'm not a palm reader. I'm not a crystal ball reader. And also, like, this is real life, too. Like, right. Like, I feel like it's a combination of, like you said, people having a very, like, idealized image of what it's going to be like. But I and I, I have been to psychics who are like, hold the question in your mind. Yeah. And then they just go off of that. And, like, that's, you know, lovely and fine and and one way to do things. It doesn't mean that other ways are wrong. Yeah. And, like, 
if you are looking for that like very very like magical like woo woo somebody guessing what you're thinking like right going to a tarot reader probably isn't what you're wanting because tarot card readers I mean, sure, many of us are also psychics, and all of us are combining our intuition with the reading, but tarot card readers in general, in my experience, tend to be much more grounded, practical, Mm -hmm. like people who we give a lot of weight to the card. You know what I mean? Like, we're not always going off into on some like intuitive tangent because a lot of it is what is right here physically in front of us Mm -hmm. so so it it is that different energy and yeah i just think that oh people are so ridiculous for that like like what like i'm a human being Mm -hmm. i'm not god Mm -hmm. like you Mm -hmm. i know you know i this is like getting ahead of ourselves a smidge. It's okay. But spoiler alert, our next episode is the Hierophant. Whoa. And I think that this is actually a really interesting conversation leading up to us talking about the Hierophant because it is that like desire to give your spiritual power away to an external authority. <laughs> yeah. That I think a lot of people are really coming in like daddy tell me tell me what to do tell me everything mm-hmm. i can't do it mm-hmm. like and so i i think some of that comes from that place of not wanting there to be the physical piece not be the practical piece it's escapist it's very escapist and it's like oh you're breaking the illusion of the magic and it's yep. like magic isn't illusion you're confused right. yep you're confused cuz magic isn't illusion yep 100% and that's why we <laughs> click and we're doing this fucking podcast. <laughs> um, are there- if you enjoy the Arcane Dames podcast and want to support us, consider becoming a patron. With tier options ranging from $1 to $20 a month, there is something for everyone. We offer ad-free episodes, bonus content, a bustling Discord community, live events, and even discounts on private readings with Mel and Alyssa. Your support truly makes this podcast possible. Check out patreon.com slash arcane dames. Thank you. any topics you won't give a reading about no okay Hmm. there aren't any topics that I won't pull cards on but there are a lot of topics that if somebody comes to me like for example if somebody comes to me and wants to communicate with a past relative or something like I'm telling you up front that's not what I do. I'm telling you up front that that's not who I am. And we can do that. I can pull cards. I can tell you what I see. But it's not It's not going to be like it would be if you were seeing a medium, medium because that's not who I am. Right. And I think that there are similar situations with a lot of other things where I would be like, you know, I can pull cards on that, but... I'm not guaranteeing anything. Yeah. That is not the kind of work I do. That is not how I use the cards. So you can take 
what information you take from it. I remember one time when I was reading at um, the metaphysical shop that I worked at for a while, I had a client come in and he was like in a pretty distressed state from what he felt like was a spirit or like demonic being yeah like do you remember this Mm -hmm. yeah like some type of like basically attachment to his energy and i was like my guy that is not you're you're talking to the wrong person and i can recommend people i know who do that kind of stuff but i don't do that kind of stuff and i don't i don't do it for a reason it's not really something i believe in if there is something like that going on i'm I don't think that the answer is going to be for you to make a specific blend of herbs, put them on your face and hop around in a circle five times to get it to go away. I think that you need to come back to yourself and ground yourself. And that's always going to be my advice in a situation like that. So if you're looking for that, that other kind of answer, I'm not the right person. And I told him all of that up front. I was yeah. very upfront about it. And he still wanted the reading. And I so, and I did the reading. And Right. Like, as long as they're making an informed decision, yeah. I'm not going to say no. Yeah. But yeah. I, yeah. So that's kind of where I... So yeah, sorry. That was such a long-winded answer. No. But like, what was, was your, good. like... What was your, like, intention with, with that question? What are your thoughts? Uh, well, you... Did you mention first about reading for somebody who's passed on? hmm I think that's what inspired me because I had someone approach me at an event, actually. Mm. <clears throat> and it was a mother and daughter, and her other daughter slash the kid's sister had passed away. Mm. And the mom, especially... Like, they came up together, but the mom was like, I really just want to, like, is there anything I should know? And I was like, look, I'm not, I can't connect to her. Mm-hmm. I'm not speaking with her. Mm-hmm. What I can do is ask the universe to show us maybe some information you didn't have before she left surrounding the way she left yeah but i'm not hearing her voice this is not coming from her yeah i'm picking up on the energy right and they said it was okay so i did it yeah and it was a beautiful moment i mean it's one of the readings i treasure most one of my fondest memories all three of us cried like yeah and you see me at events i i don't take breaks or anything but i had to take a break and just (laughs) Woosa. <laughs> it was it was beautiful but it was intense mm-hmm. and like i'm glad that i didn't say no because i think i did it ethically right and i think and it was an amazing experience that i'm glad i had you know mm-hmm. so yeah i know a lot of readers don't read on legal issues mm-hmm. that's a really big one that i see i don't think i take the law very seriously <laughs> <laughs> No, I I no, mean literally. This so genuinely. So when people ask me to read about legal issues, I'm just like, okay, <laughs> like it's like to me, it's never that big of a deal. Like, right. but I I also don't think I give the best readings on legal issues for that reason. Like, Correct. people ask me all of these very specific follow up questions, and I'm like, I don't know what to tell you. Like, the energy's good. It's good. You're gonna get through it. You're gonna survive. Like, the court case outcome is never going to be the focus of my reading yeah it's you Mm -hmm. and what it means for you and what's happening for you Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Or like a lot of readers don't read about pregnancy either. Huh. And I love to do that. Yeah. I get it, I guess, because you can't. But here's the fucking thing. I would imagine that the reason a lot of professional readers don't like to read about pregnancy or legal issues is because, God forbid, that client miscarries or loses their battle in court. They don't want them to come back and be like, what the fuck? Yeah. But with any issue, I mean, honestly, look how many people come to readers just for mental health issues. Yeah. That's no less serious. Yeah. Than losing a pregnancy or losing a court case. Mm -hmm. That could be very serious. You could lose your life if you're suicidal and, you know. Mm -hmm. So, like, any reading. Right. You should be telling your clients or having it displayed on your sign or whatever the setup, your website, if they're booking online. Like, you should have that disclaimer that none of it is an exact science. Yeah. Actually, did you know in New York State, legally, um, tarot, like bi- like spiritual businesses are legally supposed to denote that it's for f- entertainment only? <laughs> it's not every state, but it is in New York. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wh- which, like, that's an example of it, yeah. but of, of how to frame it. Right. Obviously, the, pe- the spiritual people coming to you who believe in it and trust you aren't going to be turned away by that. Right. But you're just legally absolving yourself yeah. of, like, them trying to hold you as- responsible in any way for their personal yeah. lives. Well, and that's the thing is I just, I am so vehemently against people taking the word of anybody as law when it comes right. to this shit like which is also hierophant shit by the way yes <laughs> I, yeah i'm so excited to not this episode bleeding into the next but like i just really think that a core belief of me being a reader is putting power back in people's hands Mm. and so so many times people are coming and saying like is this gonna happen you know what do i do and i'm just like i can tell you what the energy is and i can tell you like what is likely to happen but at the end of the day this is all in your hands yeah and i'm not promising you anything right i am just me and the cards are a sounding board right and also giving you the tools to get yourself through it yeah to to make or influence the decision yeah predicting the future is fun that's not why i love reading tarot yeah I love reading tarot for diving into what's already going on. 100%. 100%. You know? Yeah. That's so true. Like, predicting the future is like, tee I was right. <laughs> yeah. But, like... Like, I, I honestly do see a lot less value in that. Oh, for sure. It's fun. It's awesome. It's not a bad thing. I just don't think it's as, like, hard-hitting. Because any... People have... This is a tenet of my tarot practice. People have free will. 
you, the person I'm reading, and everybody in your life that you want me to read about, they have free will. So this reading is about how they feel in this second. Mm -hmm. Ten minutes later, I could give you an entirely different reading, potentially, on the same topic, because other people change their mind, too. Mm -hmm. Like, and if you, this is how I temper, like, people that get really scared. Yeah. I always say to them, I have good news. You have free will. So if you see a card here you don't like and it scares you, you are able to change that outcome. Mm -hmm. Only you have the power to change it. And I just, right, like, I don't know. It's, It's just crazy. Like, the majority of the time, if you're talking about something negative, even if it's in the future, like, people can already feel that coming exactly you already know like and that's why at the end of the day like i'm not really telling you anything that you don't already know right that's why to circle back to what started this (laughs) with those rude people who are like you just told me what i already knew like i didn't come here to tell you something that you didn't have access to with your own intuition because i'm not God, I'm reading off your intuition. That's I, the whole thing. Exactly. I don't have access to anything that you wouldn't have access to if you were tuned into yourself. On right. some level, you already know. Right. You're coming here for a reframing, a different perspective, validation. Advice. Advice to be challenged, whatever it is, to be encouraged. Like, there's so much you can get from a tarot card reading, but at the end of the day, and like, Right, that's why I'm I'm a reader, but that's why I go to other readers as well. Sometimes you just need it to be external to you, and sometimes you just need that, like, change of perspective, change of scenery, like, third opinion, whatever. And so it's, yeah, it's just, like, so silly to me that people are expecting you to say something that is gonna like be like so earth shattering for them and it's like it's not my job to shatter your world baby that's your job truly you're so right (laughs) so i want to talk about something very exciting that happened this week which is that i received we received two decks of a game called ecologies in the mail because I was introduced to this game a couple of weeks ago it is so fun I was instantly obsessed with it I have a friend that I want to gift it to this year for Christmas but it's for a secret Santa we have a $10 limit I was like how can I make this work (laughs) I can't go over the $10 limit so I asked Montrose Biology, which is the maker of this Ecologies game, if they would want to do a little partnership with us. I would tell everyone how awesome I think the game is and get a couple of decks in return. And they agreed to do that, which is so super exciting. Thank you. Thank you so much. And 
I introduced Mel to the game. We played a round of it this morning. Mel, what do you think? It was so fun. Like, I literally want to play it with all our friends. I can't wait to play it with all our friends. And it's so competitive and, like, exciting. Mm -hmm. But, like, it's so it's very nerdy. It's called Ecologies because, basically, it's a card game. And each card is part of, like, an ecosystem. And you are building an ecosystem with the game. So you pull a plant you pull an animal you're pulling animals that eat other animals and you're having to build these like food webs Mm -hmm. within these ecologies you can sabotage each other there are different cards to like sabotage somebody else's ecology that they have going and it's so silly and so fun. And those ones will be like infectious disease. Yeah, exactly. Like still invasive natural. species. Like mm-hmm. it's such a fun game. There's like different versions of it. We're playing the classic version. There's multiple other types of ecosystems in the other versions. And there's also a junior version, which I think Cute. I'm going to go ahead and pull the trigger and order that for one of my nieces because I love it. She's so into, like, science and biology. Do you know the show Wild Kratz? No. It's the Kratz brothers who used to do Zubumafu. They have a cartoon show that they do now that's, like, teaching about, like, wildlife and stuff. Oh, my God, she loves it. So I think she would be really into the kids' version of this game. I love that. Any animal or plant lover honestly would be into this we were talking about how cool it would be to use it for divination oh my god i'm dying to use it for divination it's a ton of cards though it's like vintage art it's all vintage art on the cards they're so beautiful yeah i think that if you're looking for that like unique gift to get someone this season and you have a Someone who's a little nerdy, a little quirky, would be into that kind of thing. 10 out of 10 would recommend. It's a home run. It's awesome, you guys. So should we chat about some Night of Cups imagery? Fuck yeah, we should. Fun. Do you want to start? Yeah, like honestly, I love all of the Im- different imagery that I have. They're good today. Um, My favorite is Crystal Visions. Crystal Visions is so fun. So the Crystal Visions Tarot Knight of Cups is is, 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 is so funny to me is riding on a unicorn. Like that's a fucking sleigh. Instead of a horse. Like talk about dreamy, magical, whimsical, like unrealistic kind of like fairy tale yeah romancy and i do right my crystal visions tarot it's such a fairy tale deck i say that all the time if you are into that kind of thing i would totally recommend getting this deck it's so like ethereal yes it's 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 nice I really like it. I feel like a lot of the cards in it exist in fairyland. Like, it's also very fairy to me. Like, I totally want to go to this place and, like, what's it called? Like, I want to, like, LARP. Yes! Oh, my God. Get Alyssa to the Renaissance Fair ASAP. (laughs) No, but that's the vibe of this deck. Like, if you're into, like, Renaissance shit and, like... LARPing. <laughs> right, like, like, like fantasy fiction that's kind of, like, old-timey. Yeah. Like, this deck is for you. Slay. Um, 
But yes, so he is riding on a unicorn kind of through like shallow water, mm. which is is really cool. And he's so shiny, like his armor is. Um, yeah, it's just like really shiny. His cup is shiny. There's like a gleam coming off the cup, a gleam coming off of the unicorn's horn. There's flowers in the unicorn's mane and tail. So like he's wearing a necklace. Well, it's not really a necklace. I think it's like the chain that's keeping his cape on. But like it's there's like jewels on it. So it's very decked out. It's just... It's over the top. Love it. If this is coming out for the person that is pursuing you, over the top. They're sending you flowers. Like, they are such a romantic. Yeah, that's the vibe that I get from that card. Fucking amazing. (laughs) The colors in it are just doing something to me. I promise I didn't wake and bake. I promise I'm not high right now. The colors are so nice. No, they're gorgeous. It looks like your hair. They're really beautiful. It's super rainbowy. But like in a bisexual way. <laughs> right. The bisexual rainbow, which is the best rainbow. I'm biased. Ouch. <laughs> um, can I have my turn and share my card that's the most in direct contrast to that? Yes, please. This is actually crazy for Knight of Cups. So, Tarot del Toro, it's an amazing deck, and by no means do you have to be familiar with Guillermo del Toro to use it, but it does have, like, references to his work. Mm -hmm. Knight of Cups in the deck is a reference to Hellboy, which means nothing to me because I have not seen that. Um, So, if you have seen it, like, DM me or something what you make of this. But the focus in this card is not on the person that would be riding the horse. It's really kind of on the person representing the horse. So what's going on is this guy is carrying a corpse to, like, his final resting place. He's in a coffin with the lid off. He's drinking from the cup still. He's angry. He's trying to jump out. But instead of, like, riding on a horse, he's riding on the back of someone else who's trying to get him and lay him, get him to where he needs to go to lay him to rest. Oh, this is so good. I know. Crazy for the Knight of Cups. So what's your take on, like, how you would interpret this Knight of Cups if it came out for someone? Well, like I said, I really think the focus here is on... Sorry, did that sound bitchy? That's not how I meant it. <laughs> no, it didn't. <laughs> like I said, no. Um, If you were listening... <laughs> for me, and maybe you don't see it this way, my focus goes to the guy carrying the coffin, mm-hmm. not the guy holding the cup. So I'm not thinking of the suitor. I'm probably going to think of the querent. Mm. I'm probably going to think of the person I'm reading, not the person interested in them. But like, what about them? That maybe they're asking for the romance too much, trying to Ooh. force it, trying to um, change somebody or control how that person shows their love. Yeah. Trying to rush it, trying to... Um, just put stress on a situation that should be fun. Yeah. And it makes sense because I will say Tarot del Toro is not for the faint of heart. The messaging is just not. 
yeah as positive as other decks so even though this is knight of cups and it's a pretty positive card this makes a lot of sense to me okay so like the vibe that this gives me yeah is like like when you like someone so much but you know they're bad for you yeah and you're like just ruin my life you're trying to force it you're like i'm okay like just bring it in yeah like and and you're like this will this woman's gonna be the death of me but i don't fucking care like yeah. that is the energy of this car <laughs> toxic toxic so maybe fun right Ooh, here for a good time not a long one <laughs> truly that like that is what that card feels like yeah i love that awesome <laughs> well we can talk about my taylor swift tarot deck oh i've never heard of her who's taylor swift anyway <laughs> so i just really love i just love the image here because it's taylor playing guitar like with a mic in front of her so it looks like she's doing a little acoustic set moment and then there's kind of like a shadow at the top of the card with hearts in it so it's very like this is giving i'm just ken this is giving i'm just ken (laughs) this is giving like serenading the person that you are interested in writing songs for them pouring your heart out to them um which again is why i say like i feel like you can tell so much about how a person is going about it from the depiction and honestly like if this card came up i'd be like did he write you a song (laughs) Did he play you acoustic guitar in his bedroom? Did he try to play guitar for you? Yeah. Alyssa, I have to admit something I'm really embarrassed about. What? I don't see that as a microphone. I thought she was drinking wine. (laughs) Is it supposed to be wine or a microphone? Oh my god, no, you're right. It must be the cup. (laughs) I thought that it was a really big microphone. And this is why tarot is so interesting multiple interpretations of the same thing it's kind of a wonky cup it's a wonky cup but like it's also a wonky microphone that's fair and it is the knight of cups so So, it would make sense for her to have a cup sure i know she does love to drink her wine but to your point you can't actually like drink wine and play guitar so like like you need two hands to play guitar. Oh yeah, like you're still there's still the serenading vibe. Yeah, regardless of what that item is, it is really interesting though. I think to show the knight depicted in the card drinking out of the cup that feels like a bold, true, bold move. Like I'm offering this to you, but it's also still mine. Yeah, we're gonna share it. It could feel much more nonchalant or than the other knights. I was thinking the opposite, more intense. Oh, how so? Like, well, just because it's Taylor, like, I'm I'm getting the vibe of, like, you know, like, oh, I'm, I'm writing a song for someone, but that song belongs to me. Ooh, that experience belongs possessive. to me. Right, like, I'm doing this for you, and I will be defined by what I did for you long after you leave me. Ooh. Like, it's still who I am to love this way, whether right. you accept it or not. I like that. Right? I like that a lot. Yeah. Alyssa got me a very cunty tarot deck for my birthday this year. It's called Cosmic Cunt Tarot. Yeah. 
And so my Knight of Cups from the Cosmic Cunt Tarot, Knight of Specimens, <laughs> they call the cups specimens, and they're all like um, little like beaker jars with like green bubbly goo in them. Yeah. So he's holding that, and he's not, his arm isn't extended like rider weight. Like he's holding it up to his mouth, even though he's not drinking yeah. from it. And he has the cutest smile on, and he's just riding alone in a spaceship. He's so happy, but, like, you know that spaceship is zooming through space. It's giving, like, on my way to steal your bitch. Like, L-O-L, wait. <laughs> Isn't it? Like, he's just, like, holding his little cup, like. <laughs> okay, so that's the Instagram post for this episode. We make a steal your bitch meme out of the Knight of Cups. That's fucking funny. Mr. Steal Your Girl, whoa. That's him. He's like, he's so innocent, but he's going to fuck your girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> I. That's what I hope people say about me. She's so innocent, but she's going to fuck your girlfriend. The second part's true. Thank you. I'm not too innocent. <laughs> <laughs> but isn't he fucking cute? Yes, I love him. Yeah. He's the sweetest. He's like, you got me. Got my juice. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's his long distance girlfriend and he has to go land on Earth to see her. It's so romantic. I know. Mm. Love it. I do love it. Well, Lindsay Silverman's depiction in the intuitive night goddess tarot, instead of knight, she uses a warrior um, because all of the cards in this deck are women or non-binary people. So none of the phrases used are inherently masculine, which is really fun. So instead of knight of cups, it's warrior of cups. And it's like a feminine figure standing, but next to a big white polar bear that, you know, could kind of be a parallel to the big white horse that is in the traditional Rider Waite Smith Knight of Cups. Mm -hmm. Um, But she's not riding the polar bear by any means. (laughs) Um, Just standing next to it. And it's like, you know, the terrain is icy. There's like a fish coming up out of it as well. Um, okay Pisces vibes oh it's totally Pisces vibes and astrologically speaking actually I know we never said for sure but um, this card is associated with the sign of Pisces cool so there is that like romantic idealism Mm -hmm. it's a very idealistic card and yeah it's it's just a super beautiful depiction in my opinion very soft I don't know I don't really know what to make of the polar bear it's definitely like powerful feeling polar bears are actually like the deadliest bears Mm -hmm. so it's like and isn't she holding a shield she is holding a shield so ready for battle maybe you're a scorned lover maybe you've been hurt in the past but you're Mm. trying again yeah for sure because it is a very um like her arm is completely outstretched with that cup so it is very readily like triumphant and brave yes yeah but maybe there's something lingering yeah even the fish popping out is like like hoping for the best but expecting the the worst. worst I was gonna say the fish could be like you can do this but like don't forget your emotions under the surface yeah like yeah cool and it it, the the polar bear very much does look like it's on her side yeah so it's almost like you you and your army right right he's definitely not opposing instead of being in danger yeah slay so she's a beautiful one love it 
Um, polar bear is not really a common animal in tarot, I feel. No. That's pretty cool. And when we talked to Lindsay, uh-huh. and which, what? <laughs> the fact that we did that is... Uh, sh- she's great. I know. It, it, that was such a fun episode. If you never listened to that one, like go back and listen to it. Mel and I uh, had the opportunity to do an episode with the creator of this deck that I love so goddamn much. Um, but yeah, she was saying that she uses... Like basically, she just went off of vibes when she yes. was when she was making the decks and she, or making the imagery for this deck, and was very much just like, you know, like meditating and connecting with her intuition, and then being like, "All right, these are the things that I want to include mm-hmm. in this deck." So there's a lot of animals and a lot of plants and and this really rich imagery that is is going to have. Um, like traditional spiritual associations and also be able to pull things from your own like repertoire of just how you associate things out in the world but she wasn't doing any of that she wasn't referencing like what's the spiritual meaning of a polar bear like she just just intuitively was like there's gonna be a polar bear here and this deck has i mean this deck has flamingos it has tigers it has everyone and everything lions and tigers and bears oh my oh my oh my oh my (laughs) so i i do love this very much cool the last one i'd like to talk about is the knight of cups from the pride tarot it's illustrated by stephen bright it's done in the style of a neo-traditional tattoo like sailor jerry like old american vibes so he's hot he is also hot like so like he like the guy in the card has a neck tattoo um beautiful eyebrows beautiful hair full lips (laughs) he's wearing a like flattering yellow sweater he's drinking coffee he's gay yeah out of a homosexual mug yeah (laughs) um (laughs) the mug has the like like the masculine yeah. signs like two of like them, two of them intertwined together. so it's like it's like a mug that represents that he likes men yeah which is bad for me but good for him right <laughs> and he, the ocean is in the background like it's not rich imagery but it's really visually pleasing mm-hmm. it's it's really wonderful and he and this is similar to how you use your ink and intuition deck where you feel like the you see a face of a court card and you're like oh it's this person in your life mm-hmm. you could definitely do that with this card because oh, for such a sure picture and what I will say is, like, he's so – his stance is – it's casual, but it's very strong. Yeah, he has some kind of, like, stoic, Yeah. Like, it's, like, authoritative, but approachable. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. <laughs> Somebody dick her down. It's please. been so long. <laughs> it's fine. Um, Alyssa! anyway no but yeah there's a there's a very like a confidence a quiet confidence coming off of him that is nice on that note (laughs) next one honorable mentions for me are the pulp girls tarot the figure riding the horse is wearing this like goth emo fit She's got like she or they has got like 
it's like fishnetty. There's fishnet gloves that go past the elbow. There's like a shirt that connects to a choker with like fishnet accents, fishnet tights, tall boots, purple hair. It's a whole vibe. Mel saw this card and was like, why is that outfit not in my closet? And she was real for that. I know. It's cute. It is really cute. I love that card. This is like, this card means that the person who's interested in you is an emo. Slay. And then. Surprise, it's me. (laughs) It's always Mel. (laughs) And then, yeah, my tattoo tarot ink and intuition is my OG. I do really like the imagery of this card. As I've said many a time before, the court cards in this deck are not zoomed out like they often are in Rider Waite Smith. They are more like a portrait. So you do really get to see that face close up, which I enjoy. Uh, But this knight is turned to the left side. So you see his profile. Yeah. And he's holding that cup nice, nice and close to his face, almost kind of tucked underneath his chin. And the cup has some like plants and a bird coming out of it. So it does feel very like whimsical, misty, dreamy to me. The way that he's kind of like gazing off into the distance, it feels like he's actively dreaming or imagining something. Mm -hmm. He has these luscious blonde locks. Yeah, love him. Do you know him? I know him. Yeah, me too. He looks like Brit. That's literally Brit. Oh my God. He does look like Brit. He looks just like Mel's fiance. It's the hair. It's the hair. I know. Cause, no, cause he has blue eyes too, right? Yeah. Brit has a heartthrob haircut right now. And it works on her. It's so good. Yeah. It's very flattering. Yeah. I like long hair usually. But when she cut her hair, I was like, oh. You know how, like, some people are born to have short hair? Yes. I feel like that was her. No, it felt like this version of her was just living inside of her waiting to come out. Yeah. She had a little glow up. She went and got two tattoos in one day, and then she (laughs) chopped her hair. Which, like, for people like us, like, we dye our hair, we fucking pierce ourselves, you know? Yeah. For her, that was a big deal. That's so funny. All I'm thinking of is, that's so much money (laughs) in such a short span of time. I know. (laughs) Two tattoos and a haircut. Well, she likes a little dainty tattoo. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) She got two tattoos for the shop minimum. Like, it took 15 minutes, you know? (laughs) (laughs) What a funny way to end the episode. Yeah, amazing. So that's that's our take on the Knight of Cups. Hope you enjoyed it. I hope you take his energy and apply it where it's needed in your life today absolutely thanks for listening to keep up with the arcane dames you can find us on instagram tiktok or consider joining our patreon we'll see you next time bye Bye.